Ahoy matey, I'm Rich Grimshaw, and this is the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Sunday, July 18th of 2021. Today is another another day in paradise, another day living the dream, another day practicing the art and craft of podcasting, podcastering, and for folks at home keeping score, it's a mere 957 days until my tentative retirement date. <laughs> That'll be here before you know it, so I better have fun while I can. Today, according to nationaltoday.com, is World Listening Day. Now, never heard of it before, but it sure sounds interesting. Did you see what I did there? It sounds interesting. World Listening Day? Yeah, okay. I like listening. Listening is definitely an art. Let's read a little bit more about this from the website. World Listening Day falls on July 18th to honor the birthday of Raymond Murray Schaefer, Canadian composer and environmentalist who was seen as the founder of acoustic ecology. That's new to me, too. He was born in 33, developed his World Soundscape Project, which laid the fundamental ideas and practices of acoustic ecology in the 1970s. World Listening Day was established in 2010, and each year the holiday has a specific theme tied to it. Past themes include H2O, Sounds Lost and Found, and Listen to You. 2017's theme was Listening to the Ground, which honored the life and legacy of American composer Paul O. Oliveros, who once said, quote, Sometimes we walk on the ground, sometimes on the sidewalks or asphalt or other surfaces. Can we find ground to walk on? And can we listen for the sound or sounds of ground? Are we losing ground? Can we find new ground by listening for it? Unquote. Well, that's a little touchy-feely. The article continues with, Listening is indeed an art that requires undivided attention and patience from a person and benefits another who is in need of it. Listening is also beneficial for the listener, improving their listening skills and sharpening their awareness of their surroundings. As important as our sense of hearing is, we often don't use it effectively, blocking out most sounds and voices and not really listening to the message. In my old age, I've learned to listen a lot more than I used to. I used to be pretty quick to jump into a conversation and share my thoughts on it well before the conversation needed my input. These days, I tend to listen a lot and talk a lot less. Only, only when my, uh, my input is asked for, as every day goes by, I think my input is less and less important. Often, it's just more important to let the other person talk. That's where I am today. Here are some numbers to go along with World Listening Day. The number of words the average person hears over 24 hours is between 20,000 and 30,000. That's a lot of words. 70% is the percentage of time spent during the day engaged in some form of communication. So that could be written or spoken. That doesn't have to be spoken entirely. 55% is the percentage of time out of the above 70% that is devoted to listening. So half of 70%, so that would be about 35, 38%. 85% is the percentage of what we have learned through listening. Wow, that's a big number. Does that mean that we've that 85% of what we've learned is through listening and the other 15% is through other stuff? Hmm, could be. I mean, video is a great uh, teaching tool, and part of video is the audio that goes along with it, so I, I could go along with that. 450 is the average number of words you're able to listen to per minute. I think I agree with that. I know that when I'm narrating or talking into a microphone, I'll generally read about 250 words per minute. And that's probably about the same as other people. And I know that when I listen to podcasts at two times the speed, 
uh, I, that's about my limit for how, how fast I can go and still comprehend. So yeah, 450 words per minute. That could be good. Here's another number, 25%. The percentage of things people remember that they have listened to. <laughs> for me, it's more like 5%. I can't remember anything anymore. It's terrible. Four is the number of distinct styles of listening. I'd like to know more about that. Hmm. 40% is the percentage of people who employ two or more of the styles of listening at any given time. 30 minutes is the time spent listening to someone complaining or nagging, which can cause damage to your brain. <laughs> you know, I will let people complain or nag for a little while, and I will listen because sometimes people need to vent. But I don't know that I would let them go on for 30 minutes before I would have to call a timeout and just say, we need to talk about something else. And the last number is 12%. The percentage increase in test scores of a group of people who listened to classical music before studying. Hmm, okay. I would think that that would depend on the classical music that they listen to because there are some forms of classical that I can stand and benefit from and there are some that no, just throw me way off. So there we have it. That is our World Listening Day stuff. Yesterday, by the way, was Woody Wagon Day, and I mentioned that I thought I saw a Woody on as the album art on the uh, their album uh, Surfs Up, but no, it wasn't. It was Surf and Safari. Surf and Safari was released in 1962. Surfs Up uh, is an album that came up way later in 1971, and they were entirely different uh kinds of uh, delivery and it was the the surf and safari where they had the woody so that's a correction on my part i'm going to skip our word today because i'm short on time and i want to talk about our alphabet this started when i learned that we used to have a 27th letter of our alphabet and then i found out that we had even more letters than that that we have discarded but the whole thing is a big rabbit hole and a long rabbit hole and i couldn't find the end so I'm not going down it. I'm just going to focus on this 27th letter, which was and. And the symbol for and is the one that you see in uh, the name of Barnes and Noble, for example. And we know it as the ampersand. And the whole curious part of this is how ampersand came to be the name of the symbol. So let me see if I can get this right. We have a symbol as the 27th letter, and it's and. So if you were to say the whole alphabet and come to the end, it would be W, X, Y, Z, and. Now, and is also a conjunction, and you're waiting for something to be after the and, but there is nothing. So to clue in people who are listening, you would say W, X, Y, Z, and, per se, and. The per se being by itself. So I think you can see that if we come up to and per se and and we say that quickly and over a lot of time, the and per se and becomes ampersand. And that, dear listeners, is how the ampersand symbol got to have its name. That's according to Merriam-Webster and a lot of other people that I've been able to find on the interwebs including Wikipedia. So, I mean, if I find it that many times on the Internet, it's got to be right, doesn't it? I mean, it has to be. Well, it, it is for now until someone shows me the error of my ways. So tomorrow I might have some more alphabet trivia, and I might look into, well, 
I, I may not have more alphabet trivia, but maybe. But I really want to look into an article that I saw in the Washington Post today about some really scary spyware called Pegasus. And it was found to be on the cell phones of journalists, activists, and and generally people who are in danger if people are monitoring them. And you you wouldn't want to find it there. I find this whole story very, very something, uh, dark, dystopian, something like that. So I want to read more into it and make sure I understand it. And we might discuss that tomorrow. And I might just get scared to death and not talk about it at all. So there you go. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. That is all.